Thank you once again for that warm, scary introduction. <laughs> um, I appreciate it. Um, I appreciate being invited to come and share the word of God with you um, on this subject of excellence. Um, I don't take it for, I don't take it lightly. I don't take it for granted. Um, so I'm glad to be here and um, glad to spend this next few weeks with you all. Um, my prayer is that the Holy Spirit will guide us and lead us and uh, ensure that we receive all that we can receive um, and all that we need to receive in this in this in this teaching and um, in this um, in these few weeks ahead of us. And so thank you, Pastor, Pastor Stephen and Pastor Jessica. It's always an honor to come to your house. Always an honor to, to, be, um, to, to, to have this privilege to, to minister to your, your wonderful people who I'm, I believe are, are one of the most well-taught taught people in the, in the world because of both of your teaching and your anointing, your grace. And so I always get nervous when I come here because I know this is a good place. You know, when you go to a good restaurant, you know that you, you can expect good food. So if you go to a good restaurant and you want to cook some food, you want to make sure you can cook <laughs> or make sure the food is right. So I know that this is a place where you guys honor the word and you teach the word. And so I'm glad to be here tonight. And I thank you for this honor and privilege. And I know this is a subject that, you know, <clears throat> I can come and sit under you and receive from because you also carry the same grace and the same um, um, excellent spirit. You know, both you, Pastor, both you and both you and Pastor Jessica, both are great examples and people that I look to and people that I watch and study. And so thank you once again. And thank you to all of you who are here tonight. Um, greetings to Pastor uh, Robert, and God bless you. I honor you as a man of God being here tonight and greetings to your family and then greetings to you, uh, Felicia. And then anybody else will be watching this later on, God bless you. Hope you receive from this teaching tonight and beyond in Jesus' name. So let's pray and let's get right into it. Um, <clears throat> let's believe God for wisdom, knowledge, and understanding tonight. And may the Lord give me utterance in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you. We bless you. We honor you. I thank you, Father God, for this opportunity once again to be with ICC. I thank you, Father God, for this church. I thank you for the leadership. And I thank you, Father God, for all that you are doing among, this, uh, among the lives of your people. And I pray, Father God, as we embark on this journey, as we study uh, this subject of excellence together, May it just be more than just words, Father God. My prayer is that, um, um, that we become the very, the very essence. We become, Father God, uh, um, that, excellent, that excellent man or woman of God that you have called us to be in all of our ways. I pray that, Father God, that you would give us greater insight and show us areas in our lives that we can apply this message and so that we can continue to grow and be all that you've called us to be. We give you the praise, we give you the glory, we give you the honor and all the thanks in advance for every good thing that will come through this teaching, Father. I thank you, Lord. I yield myself to you. I pray that I may decrease and that you may increase. 
In the name of Jesus, we pray. And the church said, amen, amen, amen. Glory to God. All right. So um, we're going to be talking about excellence as the theme of um, uh, the theme is set up to, for the next, uh, as the theme is for the next few weeks. And um, the title um, of my message is, 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 is an excellent spirit, an excellent spirit, of course, talking, taken from the book of Daniel. And, um, you know, as Pastor Stephen has given us a, a, a brief, good introduction about Daniel and the kind of man that he was. And so we entitled these messages or series of messages, An Excellent Spirit. And our main text, uh, our main study is going to be mainly in the book of Daniel, uh, Daniel chapter 6. Um, and then we will look at other scriptures as we go along. And so um, before we, we go any further, I just want to make this statement as part of my introduction. And that is, I strongly believe that um, we as Christians have been called to demonstrate an excellent spirit in our lives, in whatever we do, in who we are, wherever we are, wherever we go, at our workplace, at our home, in our homes, in our church, in our marriages. I believe that we are being called to demonstrate an excellent spirit in every aspect of our life. And I pray that this will begin to be highlighted in our, our, our lives as we, as we study this together. Amen. I believe that excellence should be the mark of the believer, something that we are known for, not something just we, that, something that we do from time to time. But I believe that excellence, we should be known for our excellence, in, in, especially in the world, not just in the church. We can all be excellent in the church. We can all, all be excellence in the, in the home. But I believe that our, our level of excellence should shine, especially in dark places, should shine in the world, should be a light that draw men to Christ. Amen. And uh, I'm going to read a, a quotation from Joe Austin, which I really like a lot. Um, so Joe Austin says this. He says, our life should be about excellence and not mediocrity. Our life should be about excellence. Our life should be about excellence. You know, our relationships, you know, the way we raise our children, our life, every area, there has to be a mark of excellence on it. Amen. And it says, God does not bless mediocrity, but excellence. Now, you know, that could be debatable, but, you know, we just take it for what he says. You know, we thank God for his blessings upon our life. But I would like to say to this, you know, God blesses us more when we walk in excellence. Amen. The blessings increase in our life. But it says, God does not bless mediocrity, but excellence. Hallelujah. And so believers, we have been called to be and set the standards in excellence. We have been called to be excellent and also set the standards in excellence. You know, sometimes when I look at people in the world, when I look at some world leaders, when I look at some um, CEOs, you know, um, the reason why they are where they are is because of their level of excellence or the way they run their company, or the way they run their business. You know, it didn't just arrive and just um, become what it is known for today. 
I believe the mark of certain companies that we know we know of, they are where they are today. They are known for what they're known for because of the level of excellence that probably run through the um, organization. And so we should be known and set the standards in excellence. We must pursue excellence at all costs in everyday living. You know, we must pursue excellence at all costs in everyday living. Now, that may sound like it's an impossible task, but I believe that it is possible. Amen. It is possible to pursue excellence in everything that we do. If, you, if we just start by setting our mind on it, if we start by just saying, okay, you know what? I am going to be an excellent person. I'm going to be an excellent individual. I'm going to demonstrate excellence in every area of my life. I believe that's a, a good place to start. Hallelujah. And so we must pursue excellence at all costs in our everyday living because excellence, excellence pleases God. Excellence pleases God. You know, when God sees, I believe that when God sees us walk in excellence, when God see, sees us demonstrate excellence, you know, I believe that he's pleased because it sets us apart from the world. It sets us apart from the world systems, the world way of doing things. You know, it, it, it sets the children of light apart from the children of darkness. I mean, more should be said about the children of light walking in excellence than the, than the worldly people, the children of darkness, those darkness or the children of this world. Our God is a God of excellence. We serve a God, an excellent God. Amen. Our God is a God of excellence. So therefore we must imitate our heavenly father. We must endeavor to be like God. Everything God does is excellent. God does not make mistakes. God does not do things out of mediocrity. God does not have, um, does not have baked things. Everything God does is excellent. Our Lord Jesus is an excellent Lord. He's an excellent Lord. He's an excellent king. Everything Jesus did was he did it with excellence. Amen. And of course, the Holy Spirit is an excellent spirit. We have received uh, an excellent spirit. We have the Holy Spirit who lives on the inside of us. And he is an excellent spirit. Glory to God. And so there should be a marked difference between the child of God and the unbeliever. There should be a marked difference between the world and the church. We are in the days now where, you know, um, uh, um, the church should be known for some things. You know, I, I think lately people don't respect the church and give the, the church much credit or the respect that is due to us because, you know, we have let some things down. We have become almost like the world in many things. We don't stand out like we used to. There is not a marked difference between us and the world like before. And I believe that in these days that we're in and in the days to come, the years to come, as the world even gets darker and colder, there, is, there should be a people that rises up and shines more. And the people of God who, who um, expresses and are a demonstration of the God we serve through excellence. Amen. And so I believe it is time for us to stand out. It is time for us to demonstrate excellence and be excellent in all that we, we do. Um, you know, it shouldn't be difficult for believers to demonstrate an excellent spirit. It really shouldn't. 
I mean, when we have, when, when, when we consider all that is being given to us, when we consider all that we have access to, I mean, we have the word of God. The word of God is an excellent, it's, a, it's an excellent word. Amen. The scriptures are excellent. We have the Holy Spirit. We know we, we have been given gifts by God. Hallelujah. We have been given weapons. There's so much resources and things that we have been blessed with that it should, that, that it, that it should not be hard for us to walk in excellence. The seeds of excellence are already on the inside of us. The seeds of excellence, the Holy Spirit, the Word of God, all of the uh, the Word of God help us produce excellence. It helps us separate ourselves from the world. And these, these I call the seeds. These seeds are already on inside of us um, to to help develop um, the fruits of excellence, to help us nurture, and to help us mature excellence in every way of our life. Amen. And so we're going to look at Daniel and see what we can learn from him. Um, you know, when, when, we, when we talk about Daniel, I just want to make this point. You know, Daniel was not a born-again person. <laughs> you know, he, he didn't have the totality of the word that we have. He didn't have the, the New Testament. Amen. But there was something distinguished about Daniel. And, and, and that's what we're going to study. You know, he was not saved. He was under the old covenant. But Daniel, I believe, um, grew up and developed something very unique. And that was an, a, a spirit of excellence on the inside of him. And so let's go to Daniel chapter 6. And then let's begin to study this. Hallelujah. We have been called to excellence. We have been called to excellence. We have been called to stand out. Stand out, stand out. And, you know, the Bible says, you know, we are the church. We are the called out ones. The church, the word church, you know, um, means the called out ones, the ecclesia. We have been called out of the world. We have been called out to shine, called out to be different. Hallelujah. Called out to be excellent. And so in Daniel chapter 6, bury me as I am. Sometimes I don't know which quicker, the, 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 the Bible or, or, or technology. But anyway, Daniel chapter six. Now we know that um, the background to this is that Daniel and the children of Israel and his friends, they've all been um, captured and taken to Babylon as slaves. They've been taken to Babylon as slaves uh, um, uh, against their own will. And, um, and whilst they are there, you know, Daniel begin to be noticed um, for his skills. Daniel and his friends begin to be noticed for their skills and begin to be put into position and places in, in, in the Babylonian kingdom. And so here, um, this was a time where Darius was king over the Babylonian kingdom. So we're just going to um, take it from here, Daniel, Daniel chapter 6, verse 1. And it says, It pleased Darius to set over the kingdom 120 satraps, or the word satraps can also mean princes or governors. 120 satraps to be over the whole kingdom and over these three governors of whom Daniel was one, that the satraps might be, that the satrap might give account of them so that the king would, would suffer no loss. And so Daniel 
who was not from Babylon, who was not Babylonian, he's been made one of these governors. You know, he's been promoted into this position. This is, this is a Jewish person, okay, a slave who has been um, elevated to, a, already elevated to a, a high position or place in the Babylonian kingdom. And then verse three says, then, I like what it says, then this Daniel, I like the way the Bible says, or I like the way I read it. Then this Daniel, specifying this particular Daniel, amen. Then this Daniel distinguished himself above the governors and the satraps or the princes because an excellent spirit was in him and the king gave forth to set him over the whole realm. Wow. Glory to God. So he says, this Daniel, this slave boy, this slave boy was distinguished, was, was, was different, was separated from all the other governors. He was distinguished because, and not, not just distinguished, but he was above all the other governors and all the other princes because an excellent spirit was in him was in him it wasn't it's not like a uh 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 uh, oh i don't want to go ahead of myself i'll say what i'm going to say now but it says an excellent spirit was in him and because of that the king sought to promote him even more the king sought to elevate him and make him uh um overseer over all of his whole realm hallelujah amen so let's define what uh, let's define the word excellent before we go further. What does excellent mean? What does the word excellent mean? In Webster's 1828, it says excellent is being of a great virtue or worth. Being of a great virtue or worth. Distinguished. Number two, it means superior. Superior. Very good of its kind. First class. First class. So when we look at Daniel, what, what the Bible is saying that a first class spirit was in Daniel, a superior spirit, not an average, but a superior spirit was in Daniel, a first class spirit. It also means very good of its kind, something very good of its kind. Hallelujah. God is calling us to be good. God is calling us to be first class. God is calling us to be of a great worth or virtue number three it also means to excel excellent means to excel to go beyond amen to go beyond excellent is not just doing uh, uh, um, the minimum or the average I mean, we've, been, we've been called already to dominate, have dominion, amen. And so when we talk about excellence, according to these definitions, you know, um, we see where God, I, we see where I believe God is calling us to, God call us to be, amen. God is calling you and I to be in a place where we excel. God is calling you and I to be in a place where we go beyond. God is calling you, and not even just you, your family. He's calling your church. 
He's calling ICC to go beyond, to dominate. He's calling you to be distinguished from other churches. Nothing wrong with other churches. But if other churches are not walking excellence, God is calling you to be distinguished, to, to, to show excellence wherever you are. Amen. God is calling us to be first class. Hallelujah. And we can do this and we can be all that God is calling us to be, you know, because we have the Holy Spirit. We have Holy Spirit on the side of us. We have the word of God. It's not something that even we have to try. Okay. Now, I believe excellence is something you learn. There's something you develop. I believe it's something that you nurture, you mature. But at least we have the seed. We have the foundation. We have the Holy Spirit. We have the word of God to help us be excellent if we want to be. I guess that's the, that's the, that's the, that's the question that if you want to be. Maybe there are some people that don't want to be excellent. Maybe there's some people, they're, they're happy with the way they are. They're happy with, you know, their average life. I was going to use the word mediocre, but that's it's a bit harsh. <laughs> but some people are happy being average. Some people are happy maybe doing, you know, whatever they can, you know, whatever, uh, um, whatever little they can do to get by. Some people are happy being, being second class. But I don't know about you, that's not me. Amen. I want to go beyond. I want, I want to go beyond. You know, it's, it's like when you, when you get on the bus or you get on the plane, you know, I, I, don't, I don't always want to be in economy. <laughs> you know, I want to go beyond economy. I want to be in the first class. It's so good when you walk past those living in first class. You know, most of them have worked hard to be there. They're not just sitting there. Okay, some people... They, they probably inherited some, but most people in the first class, they probably worked hard, amen? I want to be in the first class. I don't want to be in the economy. I don't even want to be in economy plus, amen? I want to keep on working on myself, developing myself, uh, allowing Holy Ghost to mold me, to change me, um, so that I can be first class, and not just first class for myself, to, so, so that everyone can say, look how, how great he is. I want to represent the kingdom well. First class to represent the kingdom of God. We represent the kingdom of God, number one. We represent our church. We represent our leadership. We represent, we represent our families. Amen. We don't realize, but most of the time when people see us, they don't just see us. You know, when people look at us, we're representing God. We're representing our church. We represent your pastor. You are representing your your you know your family, and so sometimes people unfairly will judge us, you know, according to the the things or the people we represent in our lives. And I want when people and I want people to look at me and and see fair class and say, well, you know what? That's somebody who sells a first class gods. That's somebody who represent the kingdom of God. That's somebody who represent ICC, a, a, a first-class church. That's somebody who represent a great pastor, who great teaching. That's somebody, I'm not surprised the way they are because they come from a first-class family. Their children are first-class. Their marriage is first-class. Amen? We want to have this kind of testimony in our lives. I want to read this scripture, um, Daniel chapter 6, verse 3, in our translation for, for, for you. Um, just to help us get a better understanding. So it says, 
first in the in the basic Bible English. It said, then this then this Daniel did his work better than the chief rulers and captains, because there was a special spirit on him. There was a special spirit on him. Now most most under, most translations says that uh, 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 um, an excellent spirit was in him. And I, and I like that. I like the way the King James, the New King James, other most translation says that, that this, this excellent spirit was in him. But here it says uh, a special spirit was on was 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 on, on, on Daniel. Amen. I believe that we can also say that a special spirit was in Daniel also. The New Living Translation says Daniel soon proved himself more capable than all the other administrators and high offices offices because of Daniel's great ability. Daniel's great ability. You know, when you have an excellent spirit, not only do you um, do better, amen, but you, you are more capable and, and, and you have greater ability whether you have to learn it, whether you have to um, 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 mature in whatever skill that you have, amen, it demonstrates your level of excellence. So Daniel proved himself more capable. He didn't just um, work like the other governors. I, I believe Daniel worked twice as much harder than the, the rest. Daniel probably checked in at work at 8.50, when he was supposed to start at nine and probably checked out at five, five twenty when he probably was supposed to finish at 5 PM. Hallelujah. Now I'm not saying that's what you should do. Amen. Be led by the Holy spirit. Let the Holy spirit guide you. But I'm trying to, what I'm trying to say is that Daniel was not the average and he did not settle for the average. He always went the extra mile. Glory to God. And so he was capable. He had great ability. Number, unless we look at the Amplified, the Amplified says, this Daniel, because of the extraordinary spirit within him, began distinguishing himself among the commissioners and the satraps, and the king planned to appoint him over the entire realm. This Daniel, because of the extraordinary spirit, I pray that may the Lord help us develop an extraordinary spirit. If our heart and our hunger is to, to be excellent, may God help us develop an extraordinary spirit. Amen. Because of an extraordinary spirit within him, began distinguishing himself. When you have an extraordinary spirit working on the inside of you, manifesting through you, Amen. It will distinguish you. You don't have to even try to make it happen. It will set you apart. People begin to see it. People begin to recognize it. Amen. Your boss will see it. Your, your leadership will see it. You know, it, it's, it, it will be on you. It will be all over you. <laughs> Glory to God. And so Daniel was distinguished. And I pray that we become distinguished as, 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 as we pursue excellence in our life. Now, I want to make a point here, and I'm making this point um, lightly. You can take it if you want to, or you can reject it if you want to. This is more like a personal belief that I, I have. Um, and that is, and, uh, and I stand to be corrected by your pastor also, if I'm wrong in this. 
But I think it is interesting that the Bible said that Daniel had an excellent spirit in him. And the Bible, when, when you look at every time that the Bible talk about Daniel, it did not talk about him having a spirit of excellence. Now, I, I don't want to be too particular. And I'm not trying to be too pandemic. Um, uh, what's the word? I forgot it. Pedantic. But I, I, I think it's interesting. In other chapters in the book of Daniel, it said Daniel had an excellent spirit in him. It doesn't say he had a spirit of excellence. Now, I know many times when people quote this verse, you know, they either use the two, a spirit of excellence, even when I, when you read on people writing about this or, or um, talking about an excellent spirit, they, they use the, these two phrases interchangeably, spirit of excellent or an excellent spirit. But there's something about me that, that I, I, I believe that it, the two are not the same. Because the Bible said, he had an excellent spirit in him. He didn't say he had a spirit of excellence. We can also, we can actually say that he had a spirit of excellence. That's fine. But I believe that uh, uh, um, there's something uniquely about saying that the spirit of excellence was in Daniel. Amen. Um, what, what, let, me, let me just read my notes. Um, so, so I believe that since the Bible was... Uh, use the phrase an excellent spirit was in him i believe this 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 um this phrase uh, was uh, was um was 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 means that the excellence was uniquely um pertaining to daniel was uniquely you know this this excellent spirit um was it was the it was the very thing that distinguished distinguished Daniel? It was it was very unique. It was not a, a, just a general you know uh, spirit of excellence or excellence that everyone can have, but this was a unique type of excellence that was in Daniel. Amen. Now, like I said, you can you can choose to agree or or or, or, or disagree. But I'm still I'm still studying this out to get a clear distinct the this uh, um, uh, differentiation between the two, you know. And uh, maybe I'm trying to overlook uh, overlook this, um, but just pray for me. But I, I believe there's a difference between having a spirit of uh, 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 of excellent and an excellent spirit being upon or being on being on the inside of you. Amen. It wasn't just a, a general common excellence that Daniel was walking in, amen? I believe that this was something very unique to Daniel, pertaining to Daniel, amen? That setting him apart from the rest. Glory to God. Now, again, you can say a spirit of excellence, excellent if you want. There's nothing wrong with that. So I don't want to um, cause any uh, doctrine, amen, glory to God. Hallelujah. And so there is something to be said about a person that operates with an with an excellent spirit and not just a person if you own a business amen if you if you are a church leader if you are a parent whatever you are whoever you are we must develop and become excellent and grow in excellence amen icc should be known as a church of excellence because you bring excellence to it. You are part of it. Amen. You work in excellence. You demonstrate excellence in your community. Yeah. Uh, to, to, to neighborhood. I mean, they put that 
come in, when people come to ICC, they should see a, a level of excellence that the church work in. Not, not just words, but also in the things that you do as a church and as indiv individual. And so we see here that um, Daniel was singled out. Daniel stu stood out among his peers. You know, Daniel, who was a slave, you know, in Babylon, you know, he, he was being promoted and, and he did not allow his situation, his background, where he came from, to stop him from being the best he could be, to stop him from doing the best job he can do for the Babylonians. I mean, if it was some people, they would say, you know what? I'm not going, I'm not going to, I'm not going to do more than, you know, I'm, I'm just going to be average. I'm a slave here. I'm not going to work for these people. You know, some people have an attitude that, you know, I'm not going to work hard for my company. I'm not going to do my best. You know, look how much they pay me. They don't pay me enough. <laughs> you know, that's not the right spirit. You know, you are, you know, we are in our workplace to represent God first. You know, uh, whether, whether they pay you enough or not, whether they give you the credit that you deserve or not, you are there to represent God. We represent God first wherever we go. And, you know, the Bible says whatever we do, we should do it as unto the Lord anyway. You know, we don't work for man to see. We, 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 we work for God, you know, because we know that God is our provider because God is our source, you know, and whatever we do, we're not man pleases. We don't do eye service, but we whatever we do is for God, it's for the kingdom, is is to bring people into the kingdom, to represent the kingdom, to attract people to the kingdom. So even in our workplace, we should believers should never. I'm not talking about you, other believers. Believers should not have the attitude. Of, you know what? I'm not going to. Um, I'm not going to. What's the phrase that people say? I'm not going to give all my strength or all my energy to this company. That's the wrong attitude. You know, I'm not, I'm, you know, this is not my company. This is not my, this is not my, my business. Why should I, why should I um, give all my energy? I'm trying to think of a phrase. Why should I give all my energy to this company anyway? That's the wrong attitude. You know, who knows? Maybe one day you might become the owner of that company. <laughs> if you work hard, you might become the CEO of that company. Amen. And then we have to also think, Think about, you know, if that was our company, if that was our business, how would we want our employees to work or to serve? How, you know, the Bible says, he that is faithful um, with, with the little, you know, much shall be given. I'm just paraphrasing. Amen. We have to be faithful with what we have. You know, if we're faithful with the little things, God will bless us. And even if we are not faithful what belongs to, to somebody else, you know, who's going to give us you know, what belongs to us? If we don't faithful with what belongs to somebody else, you know, it's not going to, I'm put it this way, God, not, God is not going to bless us more with our own if we can't be faithful with what belongs to somebody else. And so we have to be faithful in our workplace, demonstrating excellence, be faithful in our church, because we serve God, we serve the kingdom of God. We're not serving man. Yes, you know, uh, um, we're helping support the vision 
of our church, of our leadership, but we are there to serve God ultimately, you know, to make his kingdom great, to promote the kingdom of God. And we must do that with excellence. I, know, I, I believe the angels in heaven, you know, <laughs> they, they serve and worship God with excellence. Amen. And so we've been called to, to demonstrate this in every aspect of our life. And so Daniel had the right attitude in Babylon. You know, he did not, he did not allow who he was, his background to stop him from being who he, he should be. Amen. From working, for, from working as hard as he should work. Amen. And so let me give you a few points here. When, when you have an excellent spirit, what happens when you have an excellent spirit working in you? When you have an excellent spirit working in you, it is not dependent on what people do for or against you or what you go through. It is an attitude that is pursued and maintained by all, by all means necessary. When we, when we have an excellent spirit working on the inside of us, we don't move by what, how people treat us. We shouldn't be moved by how people treat us. We, don't, we shouldn't be moved by whether people are for us or against us. Amen. It's, we have the right attitude that no matter what, I'm going to do the right thing at the right time. You know, I'm going to be the best me in season and out of season. An excellent number two, an excellent spirit does not does the right thing whether anyone is looking or not, whether it's for their benefit or not. Amen. When you when you when when you operate in excellence, you always do the right thing. And I know doing the right thing is not is not easy. Amen. But we've been called to always do the right thing, whether people are looking or not. It's is is that that demonstrates integrity. You know, you're a person of integrity. When you do the right thing, when nobody else is there, nobody else is looking, but you still do the right thing. Hallelujah. Number three, an excellent spirit goes the extra mile. It do more than is necessary or required. Number four, when you have an excellent spirit, excellent spirit operating in your life or in you, it does not wait on someone else to do something that 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 um that they can do. I mean, when you have an expert, excellent spirit working on the inside of you, you don't wait for somebody to do what they're supposed to do before you do what you, you have to do. You get yours, your, you do what you have to do. And sometimes you do the other, the other person's um, job anyway, because, you know, because, because you see the bigger picture. Amen. You see the bigger picture, especially if you're in a team and you want to be a team player. Amen. You don't wait for someone to do something. And if they don't do it, you're not doing it because that's not my job. That's not, that's, that's not, um, okay, I'll repeat the points. That's not my job. That's, that, you know, that's, that's their job. No, when you are working in excellence, you know, um, you don't wait on people. You don't wait, someone, wait on someone to do something before, before you do your parts. That was point number four. Point number one, again, I'll go back to it quickly. Number, point number one, uh, is that it's not an ex working in ex excellent spirit is not dependent on what people do for you or against you uh, or what you go through. It's not dependent about what you, what you go through. It's an attitude that is pursued and maintained by all means necessary. Number two, an excellent spirit does, does the right thing whether anyone is looking or not. 
whether it is for, whether it's for their benefit or not. Amen. Whether it's for your benefit or not, you um you do the right thing. Number three, an excellent spirit goes the extra mile. Do more than is necessary or, or is required. And I've already said number four, so let me give you number five. An excellent spirit makes choices and always seek for ways to improve. An excellent spirit makes the makes excellent choices and always see, or always seeks for ways to improve. We must always be looking for ways to improve, to grow, to increase. You know, we're not called to settle. No, no, no. We're not called to settle. We're not called to be average. Hallelujah. Of course, you can be or we can be if we want to. But I want to grow. And I want, I, I was, I, I want to always keep on growing. Be the best that, that I can be. Be the best that God has called me to be. You know, there are some people in the world, you know, that when you look at their work ethics, it's amazing. You know, when you, when you, when you, when, when I watch um, this documentary on Michael Jordan, you know, and his work ethics and his attitude towards his, his the basketball and his career. I mean, that guy did not want to give up. He was, he always wanted to be the best, the best of himself. And he always wanted to do things, you know, in an excellent way. Now, if that's an unsafe person, how much more we as believers, as children of God, we should, we should go further. We should, we should be able to um, aim higher uh, so that we can represent God and his kingdom. Pastor Stephen, I don't know how much time do I have on my time. I didn't start my clock. Amen. Praise the Lord. Time goes quick. All right, three more minutes. Okay. Well, if I, I I'm gonna stop there because my next my next um the next point I'm gonna talk about is a series of points. So I'm gonna stop there and then we will continue the ne next week. And so just to briefly recap what we what we've been talking about today is that I want to sow this seed of excellence on the inside of you. Now I, I'm, that, that's not to say that you don't you, you don't think about excellence or being excellent, but I want to. I want to, I want this message to 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 ring to ring between your ears. I want this message to to resonate in in your heart to 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 be a, a fire that's burning in your heart that you're going to choose to 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 grow and mature and develop um, a level of excellence that you've not walked in so far. Amen. That by the end of this year, there's going to be a um, a new level of excellence that you're working, that you apply to in every area of your life, that in your marriage, that's a great place to start. Excellence, amen. Not just doing, <laughs> not just doing what you can, or not just doing, you know, whatever you want, but going the extra mile, going extra mile to be a blessing to your spouse, going extra mile to pay attention to your your husband or your wife, amen. That's what we're talking about. And so we will continue next week. And I hope that today has been a good start. Amen. God bless you all. All right. Pastor Stephen, I'll stop right there. And then we'll pick up next week. I'll pick up, I promise to pick up the pace more next week. 
I think I was a bit slow today, so we pick up the pace a bit more next week so we can cover everything that we need to cover. God bless you all. And I, I trust that this, this has been a blessing somewhere or the other. Amen.